Hi, friends. I'm back again. I know I've been gone for quite a little bit of a time, and I'm really, really sorry about that. I happen to get myself kind of a, I don't know, a stress cold. Anyone else happen to get those kind of things? They super suck. Because not only are you, like, super stressed out about everything that's going on in your life and things that aren't going on in your life, but also you're fucking sick. So it's really kind of a mess. Um, but I'm back now, and I'm sorry that I missed out on my second podcast last week. I intend to rectify that. Um, uh, oh shit, it's a Wednesday. God damn it. Okay, so I might actually, uh, not do exactly what I think I was gonna do. Um, but I will try my best to make this one hell of an episode, and then, uh, next week, uh, I'm gonna be probably podcasting with my brother, and or probably posting late that week too, so... Uh, this is going to be the hiccupy time uh, for everybody, but I promise things will get better as I discipline myself um, hard, you know. Um, cool. So uh, last week we were talking about Noah and all his fun stuff, and I got a couple of emails, more than one, which was awesome. Was that a ringing sound? Anyone else heard that? No? No? Okay, cool. Whatever. Uh, anyway, so... Uh, what happened? Uh, Noah got everybody, and it all worked out and wonderful. So I got some emails, uh, but also uh, in one of these emails, I happened to get uh, Bill Cosby. I know uh, one of his older stuff of uh, his stuff on Noah, and it brought up some really interesting thoughts for me. Just wondering, and I don't know if I brought it up last time I was talking about it, but like, I mean, I brought up like the food and just the space for the animals, and I posted on the place about like this guy, I think, in, like, Montana or Nebraska or one of those forgettable states that uh, that they actually built an ark. And I suddenly got to thinking, you know, uh, I talked about the space, I talked about the food. I didn't talk about the uh, massive amounts of shit that, you know, and urine that is just going to be soaking and just slipping through the entire area of the ark. And I just got to wonder, like, yeah, and Bill Cosby bring this up, of just like, you want to clean this mess up? And I... It's not something that you could just like, I mean, you could shove it out the window, I guess, or something, but then you got to figure the low window. Do you bring a cart down there? And then you got to, you know, deal with various different creatures. And maybe God on one hand can probably be like, I have pacified the predators. They won't kill you. Well, how about the elephant, motherfucker? That thing's fucking huge. And if it steps on me, I'm fucking gone. Um, and then, you know, lifting that amount of shit. Because I'm pretty, I don't know how much an elephant shit weighs, but I'm pretty sure it's more than a doggy bag's worth. And there are people who get paid in the circus who have to clean that stuff up. And that's totally unfun. Um, meow. And I don't like it. Uh, <laughs> and then, of course, like the idea, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to get into this as it kind of goes, because it seems that this God fellow talks to random individuals here and there throughout the history of the past of going, Hello, I am God. Um, but I've, I wonder about the different uh, ways that God happens to part the clouds and talk to these people. Because it seems like it's in a very private uh, moment of something. You know, it's it's one of these, no one's around, but somehow this omnipotent being just... Jacob! <laughs> and they deal with that. Um, but what if it's like super quiet? Just one of these secret... Noah! Ah, fuck! What the shit? And they have to deal with that. And, of course, you know, then they hear voices in their head and and having to explain it. I spoke to the Lord. The fuck's that? Your friend? Is that S Steve's friend from next door? No, no, the Lord. The, the, the one from 
Eden with the guy with the flaming fucking sword and shit. The guy who lives there. Oh. You know, our kids can't trick or treat there. <laughs> um, and then, of course, like the idea of like, I don't know what Noah's neighbors were like. And apparently if he's the best one, like, I don't know if like someone just didn't quite make the cut. Like, what if Noah had like one more better Christmas light or something or like maybe his neighbor was a piece of shit. And I just assume that everybody around him was a piece of shit. But maybe there were some people who were just actually decent people, but then God deemed them unworthy, which is probably where a lot of religions start to span off, you know, of like, oh, you got to be super good or God's not going to ask you to build an ark. Which also brings me to another point of I really hope that Noah was a carpenter at the time or like there was a manual that just dropped from like the sky going, here, go. And, you know, you could do that. Otherwise, you know, Noah's just, I don't know what he would be doing before, but maybe he was a farmer or something and having to be like, build an ark. Uh, okay. Out of what? Trees. Okay. Um, like a log cabin? How big? 400 cubits by whatever. Oh, this is a lot to take in, man. I don't even have, like, he probably didn't even have the tools to do this. And this brings up another point. Who brought up, like, the, the idea for tools and, and like, hoes and, and shovels and axes and, and shit like that? Like, there was some sort of metal worker somewhere or some guy who knew how to use, like, a really stiff piece of mahogany to get shit done. Um, or they're just, like, kick-ass anime kung fu like chopping down trees with like a you know kung fu thing which would be fucking metal if like uh noah's just like trees down which would be rad but it's probably not a lot of unspoken things in this particular bibble um anywho so those are my initial thoughts and now we're going to get into like the emails and and things that i got uh i did get one email from uh the girl bill uh, talking about how I should try not to swear as much, but we'll see what happens about that. Um, let's see. So other things, uh, Just as Stupid wrote me, and he basically just gave me a bunch of, like, wait and see, it's gonna be fun. Um, stuff that gets explained later on about the clean and unclean beasts and the offerings that apparently get cleared up later down the line, which is nice. Um, I also have another email uh, from one of our older demographics, which is awesome, and hopefully he spreads the word, and, uh, maybe someday if I have more time, I'll make a clean version of all this with a lot of beep and stuffs, but I probably won't for a time. So he's written me a couple of notes, and he knows quite a bit more about the Bibble than I do, and I'm gonna just go down the line, and then we're gonna go into one of the chapters. Um, so... Let's see. Uh, when God refers to Adam and Eve being like us, quote-unquote, after they ate the forbidden fruit, God is speaking of the Trinity, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And I've heard about this sort of thing, and in being kind of Catholic, I can't really explain it. Um, the way it's been kind of explained to me, all is one and one is all. It's the idea that uh, while um, God, I guess, uh, he's all three of these things I, in some way or another. And... Uh, just like um, like uh, any any one guy might be a father to some children, a son to his his father, and like an uncle to this person, and so on. It's the same sort of idea. Um, I think where I get tripped up and in all this is like, how is God the Father and the Son? And maybe it's that whole Jesus thing that goes into there, but I don't know how that correlation kind of fits and I really hope someone will explain it and it will make sense and click 
but so far it hasn't. Um, but that's I think that's where it's headed. Like that's kind of the like it's just this, you know, kind of. Um, next, uh, you mentioned evolution versus creation in Genesis one pod. I did. The good news, as far as I'm concerned, is that there is a growing number of Christians who acknowledge evolution as the creative mechanism used by God. Creative evolution or theolis- uh, theistic uh, evolution believes that God began creation billions and billions of years ago through a God-ordained process that includes evolution. There's a website, biologos.org, that fleshes this out more. I, I'm totally for this. I like the idea. And, of course, there's the idea of, like, dinosaurs and shit like that, too, that hopefully this thing kind of comes out of. Um, I don't know. I'm, I've, I've heard a lot of different, like, tales as far as, like, evolution goes and obviously the, uh, the creationism, it's there uh, sort of the way, which some of the evolution from what I heard, and I heard this once before, that it, it was just over a shit ton of time where, like, lightning strikes over the ocean slowly but surely, uh, you know, hundreds of thousands of years made enough electrodes in there uh, to actually basically make life as, like, teeny tiny nanoorganisms, and then they just built and built and built and both built, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but maybe, you know, too. I don't know. Um, on a related note, you talked about how some people believe in a 6,000-year-old Earth. This is from going back through the uh, genealogies listed in the Bible and adding up the times as best as people can. Uh, I find this theory suspicious, this guy does, uh, and completely ignores the fossil record and a multitude of other things. Going back to the previous bullet point, it's billions, not 6,000. This guy's on my line of this. But I can understand if people are like, the Bible is literal, it's the way it is, it's perfect the way it's written, that's perfectly fine. But, and, you know, going, as we did like a couple uh, podcasts ago, to go, this person lived 1,000 years, and he had this person at 120, and then this happened, this happened, this happened, you got to do your little bit of math uh, to make that happen. Also, on a fun note, and I think I brought this up too, God drowned uh, Adam and Eve. Interesting, right? Like, his first creation he kills. So it's kind of this Frankenstein sort of thing, right? Um, Let's see, a couple more notes and then we'll get on to the story. So, uh, according to Judeo-Christian tradition, Enoch, Methuselah, Enoch, Methuselah's father, was simply taken to heaven by God. The tradition holds that he did not die. But was just taken. God, however, did not receive threatening calls from Liam Neeson. <laughs> uh, so I guess he would just like, um, yeah, he was just, ris- I guess he was risen up, just light and uh, like, uh, like those little green aliens from Toy Story. I've been taken. You know, whatever. Uh, cool. Well, good for him, man. I wonder what he did to make that shit happen. Must have been as good as Noah or something. You seem like a cool guy. You're hanging out up here. Um, we got Xbox. Um, Okay, the two main, th- last one, the, the two main theories I have heard most often uh, are why people lived so long early in the Bible are these. Number one, the years aren't literal. I hope not. <laughs> two, when Adam and Eve were created, they were perfect. After the fall, eating the fruit, imperfection entered the world and slowly eroded people's bodies. However, early on, the bodies were still closer to perfect. I'm not saying either of these is correct, but they are the most common ones I've heard. That's interesting. Um... Because I think in the the first chapter, like there's uh, there's something about how God created like the seasons and and separated stuff. So there is at least a a basic year that gets created. Um, I mean, even even with that, you go like uh, I think I've seen this in like Vikings or something like that, like that t- badass TV show that I need to get back into watching. Uh, they talk about I am like six summers or I am four winters or I am this old and uh, 
I was going to use a Game of Thrones reference, but that doesn't quite work because they use multiple years for one season, and that's really hard to judge. However, in some way, they have figured out what like a a year comes out to be. Maybe it's like a sun cycle kind of a thing. I don't, I don't, you know what? I don't know. This isn't the book we're reading. Um, but that's interesting Like to bring up on like the perfection and to break that stuff down as well. So I'm interested. I, I'm, I'm, in, I'm interested. It's getting late. Um, yeah. Fantastic, guys. Thanks for email. I love reading these emails because it really enlightens me and hopefully it enlightens you guys a bit more too. Um, especially even if it's just like, yeah, what about this? Have you thought about that? I love them. Absolutely love them. Keep them coming. Um, that, with that in mind now, let's get on with the show, right? Okay. Um, I'm going to start reading the Bibble. Uh, we're on chapter nine now. Um, I don't know why it's doing this thing. Um, minor t pause in the massive thing here. Hold on. Okay. While that sounded like it was really fucking fast or whatever on you guys' ears, it took me two seconds to figure out that I had to press a couple of buttons just to make this thing run the way it needed to. So we're back in track. All right, no worries. Okay, so we're at Genesis chapter 9. Okay, here we go. And God blessed Noah and his sons and said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. And we got into this a little bit about, like, Noah and four other people are the ones who who uh, are repopulating now, which is cool, I guess, but now you're just like, you know, you're just trying with a better batch of four, but eventually you're going to fuck up the gene pool in some way. Um, but no, you know what? Whatever. Cool. Neat. Uh, so everybody in that one family now is is going off. And the daughters-in-law of other people, how do they feel about their parents being perished by, like, water and things like that? How shitty of a deal. Hi, you married right, didn't you? <laughs> Don't marry for money, right? How do you feel about not marrying Bob? <laughs> He's dead now, you know. Uh, so I guess there's some good feeling, but man, like, how shitty of a deal. We're building an ark. Yeah, okay, have fun. Blip. They're all dead. Dad, they're all dead. Ugh, phew, so sad. Um, anyway, moving on. Uh, so, replenish. And the fear of you and the dread of you shall be upon every beast of the earth, and upon every fowl of the air, upon all that moveth upon the earth, and upon all the fishes of the sea, into your hand are they delivered. Handy bit of stuff that God just did. That every creature is going to be somewhat afraid of us, and we're going to make them scared too. Rad. Cool. Every moving thing that liveth shall be meat for you. Even as the green herb sh have I given you all things. Well, there's a marijuana reference if you want one. But it's really nice that it was like, here, you can eat anything, anything you want. However, I would not recommend eating Canadian geese. Apparently, they taste like shit. Uh, but flesh with the life thereof, which is the blood thereof, shall ye not eat. Don't eat each other, right? Like, don't, don't be cannibals. However, some people have made a very good living that way. Um... And surely your blood of your lives will I require, at the hand of every beast will I require it. And at the hand of man, at the hand of every man's brother, will I require the life of man. Um, uh, I, I don't know. Someone explain 9-5 to me. I, don't, I have no idea. Uh, whoso, sheddeth, whoso, sheddeth, whoso sheddeth man's blood by man shall his blood be shed. For in the image of God made he man. Um, don't kill each other, I guess. Yeah, okay. Don't kill each other. Otherwise, you're going you're gonna to die. Uh, and you 
Be ye fruitful, and multiply. Bring forth abundantly in the earth, and multiply therein. Man, there really isn't a whole lot of rules about, you know, following God. Like, he's just like, be good and fuck constantly. Like, just start making children like, like it's going out of style. Um, oh, holy shit. You know what? I suddenly thought, like, there is a whole wifely thing in this, too. There isn't just go forth and just... There is go forth and multiply. It doesn't say go forth and multiply with your wife. It says go forth and multiply, so have as many children as possible. But it does say, like, Cain ran into his wife, and these people had their wives too, so there was some sort of ceremony that happened to make these people have this religious or combining of two people. And maybe it's a religious thing. Maybe it's a biological thing. I don't know. Maybe it's changing. Somebody bring me some notes on these, but... That's an interesting thought that all of a sudden that these people have wives and stuff, but there hasn't been any sort of talk about what a marriage is. And maybe they looked at, like, Adam and Eve, and they looked at that, and they saw, like, oh, I guess we're just supposed to pair off. Um, it, it, this is the, I'm with her, I yeah, happy? Um, maybe. But there is that question of, like, where did that happen? Um, because otherwise, like, uh, and this book was written by people, let's be sure of this, uh, to keep people in control, because if you just put go forth and multiply, you're going to have brothels just overflowing with people, assumingly, like, in my own mind, that's how it would go, uh, I think, at least. And then you just say you're just doing God's work by putting a lot of children to, into, into people, you know? Good for you. You're doing, you're doing God's work, man. Um, let's see. Uh, and God spake unto... Wait, hold on. I think I jumped. No, I didn't. Uh, and God spake unto Noah and to his sons with him saying, And I, behold, I establish my covenant with you and with your seed after you and with every living creature that is with you of the fowl of the cattle, uh, of the fowl of the cattle and of every beast of the earth with you from all that go out of the ark to every beast of the earth. And I will establish, and I will establish my covenant with you Neither shall all flesh be cut off any more by the waters of a flood. Neither shall there any neither shall there any more be a flood to destroy the earth. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. And God said, This is the token of the covenant which I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for perpetual generations. I do set my bow in the cloud, and I shall be it and it shall be a token of the covenant between me and the earth. And it shall come to pass, when I bring a cloud over the earth, that the bow shall be seen in the cloud. Okay, he's talking about rainbows, right? Like, that's, that's what he's, you know, referring to. And it's a nice little reminder, um, despite the fact that it's reflected water droplets. But it's kind of badass that it does reflect multiple different colors through, like, a prism of that water. Um, science is interesting. Um, but it's interesting. Like, here, here's, here's a sign, a token of, of what I will not do. Um, my contract to you, my covenant, I guess. Which is, is covenant like a contract? Let me find out, because you know what? I don't actually know. Um, which I'm assuming, this can't exactly be the Ark of the Covenant that, like, I've been thinking of. But maybe that comes later. Covenant. Covenant. Um... Oh, it just means an agreement. Great. It is, it's a contract. This is a covenant. My God, that should be brought back a lot more. This is my, this is the lease of the covenant of the place I live. Number 202. The covenant of our marriage. Isn't that awesome? It makes it cool. 
okay, so um, number 15. And I will remember my covenant, which is between me and you and every living creature of all flesh, and the waters shall no more become a flood to destroy all flesh. And the boat shall be in the cloud, and I will look upon it, that I may remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is upon the earth. What a nice thing, man. That's nice. Also, I got to thinking all of a sudden that maybe God accidentally pressed the flood button and then there was just this timer that just started going off again. The idea of this is absurd because if there's an omnipotent person who can do anything, stop anything, why could he just stop it? But I like the idea that maybe, you know, shit is hitting the fan. And he's like, Noah, hey, buddy. So uh, I need you to build an ark. Yeah, you're, you're my best man, man. You're, you're my guy. And I need you and, uh, fuck it, bring, bring your wives and sons and stuff on there, and I'll send uh, the animals two by two. I gotta, I gotta save this somehow. I'm about to delete, to delete everything on here. Uh, the, the flood protocol is happening, and uh, uh, we don't have a lot of time, so we need this to happen now. And hey, it worked out, and he's like, hey, so I deleted that application off on, on my computer, my creation computer here, and... Uh, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen anymore. Don't worry. Hey, and I made a cool-looking rainbow thing that's going to be used by people who are going to be oppressed by the Christian religion in a lot of ways in, <laughs> uh, in the future, which is going to become kind of ironic um, about the whole, like, destruction issue and two-by-two two and male and female. Interesting, right? Like, yeah, we're, we're weird and fun. I love it. Um and maybe someone could explain that to me, being like, the rainbow is actually this, and it means this for this community, and it means this for this, and, it, and then I'll be set the record straight instead of my dumb way of doing things. Again, it's the Bible, it's the gospel according to stupid, so you're getting what you pay for, which is nothing! Um, anyway, uh, everybody has a covenant now. Uh, and God said unto Noah, this is the token of the covenant, which I have established between me and all the flesh that is upon the earth. And the sons of Noah that went forth of the ark were Shem and Ham and Japheth. And Ham is the father of Canaan. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> Ham. Ham is the father of Canaan. Uh, he sounds like a cool guy. Canaan's a wonderful name. Uh, these are the three sons of Noah. And of them was the whole earth overspread. And Noah began to be a husbandman, and he planted a vineyard. All right. Look, oh, so, um, husbandman. What the fuck does that mean? Um, okay, so, like, animal husbandry is, like, you know, taking care of animals. Husbandman. Uh, a person who cultivates the land. A farmer. Okay. Um, so he's a farmer, and he makes a vineyard. Um... Which, I mean, if I'm going to be the guy who's, like, beginning to replant everything, I'm going to need something that gets me drunk. I wonder how big it was. It must have been something huge. So maybe on, like, this uh, mountain Ararat, there's, like, signs of, like, an entire field of what might have been berries or something. I mean, it's unlikely. But maybe, you know, Ararat, like, vine, uh, Ararat wine. Like, why hasn't that been made yet? Patent pending, by the way. And if that does happen or has happened, like... Well done, I'm giving you guys free PR. But two, if someone hasn't thought of that and is about to do that, holy shit, man. Like, you are going to be filling the mouths of many Christians with that particular wine and vintage. And hopefully it's good wine, too. You would hate to be like, oh, man, this was made by an amateur. Luckily, the Ark was made by a professional, which it wasn't, I think. We don't know. Um, 
And he drank of the wine, hey, and was drunken. Even better, and he was uncovered within his tent. Um, so he was drinking the wine, and he was drunk, and he was naked. Rad. Uh, well done, Noah. Like, after building the ark, he deserves anything he can pretty much want to do. I would. I'd be nude and drinking wine constantly. I mean, why, why not? Um, and Ham, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father and, his two, and told his two brethren without. And Shem and Japheth took a garment and laid it upon their shoulders and went backward and covered the nakedness of their father. And their faces were backward and they saw not their father's nakedness. Well, I mean, you know, Dad, we got to cover you. Shit, man, we can't have this happen. Again, who's going to see? There's no more neighbors. Who do they give a shit about? I mean, I don't really want to see my own father wandering around in the nude, but when he mows the lawn in Daisy Duke's shorts, it's just as bad. Um, but I mean, like, it, this just became a drunken tale, and after everything worked out and all the creatures were like, oh, let's not fuck with the humans because they're going to eat us here pretty soon, thank God the rabbits are multiplying constantly and giving them some food and shit like that. But man, oh man, like, and Noah got really trashed, and his sons had to clothe him. Uh, and Noah awoke from his wine and knew what his younger son had done unto him. And he said, Cursed be Canaan, a servant of servants shall, be, shall he be unto his brethren. What a douchebag, right? Like, he wakes up, has a super hangover, curses his grandson, and says that he'll be a servant of servant. But again, like... He's already kind of subservient to already, like, two people. Um, if you look at it that way, I mean, like, sons are subservient to their fathers, or in some ways should be. And so, uh, by this, he's, this Canaan fellow is subservient to his own father, Ham, and Ham is unto Noah, right? So, uh, this really isn't an insult, but I, I mean, the idea of being like, you know, if you could be your own person, you're not going to be your own person. You're going to be a servant to the guy who's serving the actual human being person. Which, good for him, man. Like, I mean, I've been called worse things for waking people up with a hangover. That's for sure. Um, and he said, Blessed be the Lord God of Shem, and Canaan shall be his servant. Um, okay, so he pretty much just offered up Canaan to be God's servant. Which at this point, like, wouldn't you assume that they would all be servants of God at that point? Like, this guy made him a motherfucking rain for 40 days. And they survived on an ark built by a guy who was like, Cubits, the fuck? And then went from there. Um, God shall enlarge Jephthah, Jephthah, and he shall dwell in the tents of Shem, and Canaan shall be his servant. Um, huh. Okay. Um, all right. So, okay. Neat. Uh, and Noah lived after the flood 350 years. And all the days of Noah were 950 years, and he died. Fuck, man. Like, Noah lives for fucking ever, man. Like, just, like everybody who is important in this bibble. Like, he lives forever. Oh, man. Okay. On to chapter 10. We're flying right through this today, guys. Fantastic. Well, well done. Everybody give yourself a pat on the back. Uh, Genesis chapter 10. Now these are the generations of the sons of Noah, Shem, Ham, and Jepheth, and unto them were the sons born after the flood. Oh, this is one of those chapters. Okay, here we go. This might be a really short, short podcast for us. All right, let's see. The sons of Japheth, Gomer, and Magog, and Madai, and Javan, and Tubal, and uh, Meshesh, and Turas, 
there were some good names there. Although not names I would probably want to scream out in, in the middle of the night. Oh, yeah, that'll be fun. Like, count the names you think you want to name your future children. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, shit. Oh, I got to go through every one of these fuckers? Oh, no. Okay. And the Sons of Gomer. Ashkenaz. Oh, fuck, that's awesome. Ashkenaz. It's fucking, like, Mordor language. Like, Ashkenaz in Badun. That's awesome. Uh, and Riftath and Togarma and the Sons of Javan. Elisha and Tarshish. Kittim and Dod Anim. By these were the isles of the Gentiles divided in the lands, every one after his tongue, after their family and their nations. I don't know what that I've even really read. Um, okay, so by these kids, the isles of Gentiles divided their lands. Um, okay, every one after his tongue. You know what? I don't know. I don't know what number five is re referring to. I really don't. Um, and the sons of Ham, Cush or Cush. And Mizraim and Phut. Really? Phut? P-H-U-T. Phut. Yeah, Phut. Come here, Phut. Ah, Phut you. Fuck this. Phut that. Foot that. I want to Phut you in the mouth. And Canaan. And the sons of Cush. Seba and Havilah and Sabta and Rama and Sabtaka. And the sons of Rama, Sheba and Dedan. And Cush begat Nimrod. What? What? And Kush begat Nimrod? That's a thing? Wow. That's a thing. Nimrod came from the Bible. That's fantastic. Uh, he, began, uh, he began to be a mighty one in the earth. Okay, so Nimrod apparently is like the Viking idiot on, on, on earth. He's the big guy. I'm here to rock. Uh, also, like, these names are pretty short. Like, oh, wait, these, these guys don't live that long. Um... But man, if I lived over 900 years, there'd be like rows upon rows upon rows of children. Not to say that I want to make a bunch of children, but if I have nothing but time on my hands and drinking wine, I'm probably going to father a bunch of kids. And hopefully someone's writing that shit down because I'm not going to remember a lot of their names. And they're probably going to have a lot of stupid names after like name 30, like Nimrod. Uh he was a mighty hunter before the Lord, wherever it is said. Even as Nimrod, the mighty hunter before the Lord. <laughs> Nimrod, the mighty hunter before the Lord. I can't follow that guy. Nimrod. Nope. Can't do it. And the beginning of his kingdom... He had a kingdom, and the beginning of his kingdom was Babel, and Erech, and Akkad, and Kelna, in the land of Shinar. 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 Cool. So Nimrod, King Nimrod, could... Lord, this is just one big joke. Uh, out of that land went forth Asher. That's a good name. That's changed a bit. And builded, uh, and builded Nineveh, and the city Rehoboth, and Kala, and resin between Nineveh and Kala. The same is a great city. I hope so. Um, okay, so they're building cities, I guess. Uh, and Mizraim begat Ludim, and Anan, Anamim, Anamim, and Lahabim, and Nephtahim, cool, and Pathrisim, and Kaslahim, out of whom comes Philistim, and uh, yeah, there's parentheses in this. Is that like a thing? Like maybe that's just in my online version. Uh, and Kaphtorim, and Canaan begat Sidon, his firstborn, and Heth. And 
Jebusite and Amorite and Gergesite and Hivite, Hivite, Hivite and Archite and Sinite. Hivite, Archite and Sinite. That guy's smart. Name your kids. Easy. And Arvadite and Zemarite and the Hamathite. And, the, and afterward, were the families of the Canaanites spread abroad. Okay. Um, looking back, the Gentiles. And the, okay, so we have the Gentiles and the Canaanites, I guess now. Okay. And the border of the Canaanites was from Sidon, and thou comest to Gerar, unto Gaza, as thou goest unto Sidon, and Gomorrah, and Adma, and Zeboim, even unto Lasha. So we're getting a little bit of a map and be like, you know, if you take a left at Gaza, you run into this, 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 and that. So far? Oh, wait. I must have said that wrong. Uh, we have Sodom and Gomorrah, which I know we're going to get into eventually. I don't know when, but I'm excited. Um, these were the sons of Ham, after their family, after their tongues and their countries and of their nations. Unto Shem also, the father of all children of Eber, the brother of Japheth, the elder, even to him were children born. Cool. Uh, the children of Shem, Elam, and Asher, and Arphaxad, and Lud, and Aram, and the children of Aram, Uz, and Hull, and Gerther, and Mash, and Arphax begat Salah, and Salah, eh. <laughs> Salah from, um, from Indiana Jones, and Salah begat Eber, and unto Eber were born two sons. The name was one was Peleg, for in his days was the earth divided, and the brother's name was Joktan. I don't... So was there an earthquake that shit happened? And then he had a brother named Jok... I don't know. Neat. Okay. Uh, and Joktan begat Almodad and Sephlef and Hazarmatherath and Jareph and Hadoram and Uzal and Dikla. Eh, Dikla. Neat. And Obal and... Uh, Abimael and Sheba and Ophir and Havala and Jobab. <laughs> uh, all these were sons of Joktan, and their dwelling was from Mesha, and thou goest into Safar and to the mountain of the east. There are the sons of Shem after their families, after their tongues and lands and nations. These are the families of the sons of Noah after the generations of their nations, and by these the nations divided the earth after the flood. Nido. We got a bunch of people, and it worked out really pretty well, I guess. And stuff. Um, cool. Well, um, yeah, okay. I'm going to make this the short podcast this time around. So it looks like we got into a bunch of more family people. I mean, Noah showed up and started having more kids and family and, and what have you, and that's pretty cool, and... We got into one of those chapters where it's a bunch of names. I'm sorry to say, but we got some funny names out there. Let me tell you. So, cool. Well, guys, thanks again for listening. Uh, I will try to update a couple of times before, which means I might not get to the emails as early as I should, which might mean we kind of have to do a little bit of backtracking. Like, do you remember when we did this time on that one episode? And then we'll go from there. Um, yeah, that's what we'll do. So... Uh, I will be posting forward just a little bit, so so we'll go from there. Thanks, guys. You've been awesome. I'm surprised I didn't cough that much. Uh, I've been trying to survive this sickness, but as it turns out, like half a shot of like sipping Bushmills has really helped me out with this whole cough thing. So, um, I'm not recommending drinking whiskey when you're sick, but 
I'm not not recommending when you should do it. I mean, it worked out pretty well for Noah, right? I mean, he just built an ark and he got drunk off a vineyard he built. Why not? Such a life, right? Okay, so I'm wrapping it up right now. Thanks so much, guys, for listening. Please send me uh, any emails that you have at accordingtostupid at gmail.com. You can check me out on Twitter at accordtostupid. Uh, I'm on Facebook as well. Please check me out, like the page. Um, subscribe, download, uh, write reviews on the uh, iTunes place if you like. Uh, I'm on iTunes, Google Play. I'm on all sorts of places, SoundCloud. Um, yeah, I'm looking for other places to vent off to and, and what have you, but I, oh man, I love doing this. This is so much fun. All right. Thanks so much, guys. You rock. Bye. And here's my message that I should just make a, you know, a thing of, but um, I got the music, not from me, but from this guy from... Uh, Let's see, www.bensound.com, uh, and the song is called Sunny. There, that wasn't so hard.